Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. Today, I want to talk about this concept of unintended consequences. And this is basically the idea that actions can sometimes have outcomes that you might not have planned on and that can affect you or even the world around you negatively. And this is something that's taught in all different disciplines. It's taught in psychology. It's taught in business school. And it has a lot of relevance also in politics and economics, but also even in our personal lives. Brittany, can you read us the definition of an unintended consequence? Yes. An unintended consequence is the idea that actions of people, and especially of the government, always have effects that are unanticipated or unintended. Unanticipated means like you didn't expect. And mm -hmm. unintended would mean, you know, not what you intended, not its purpose. Yes. Thank you. So that definition is a little wonky. So <laughs> I want to tell a quick story that is often used to illustrate this idea. And I'm going to give a disclaimer right now. There is dispute out there on whether or not this story is real because it's not super well documented. But regardless, I think it is a super interesting way to look at this problem. So maybe think about this as like the comic book illustration in your guide books that we have, if you've ever read one of those. This is like an illustration that's going to help you understand the idea. It may or may not have happened. If you want to do a research project and write in and tell us if it's real or not, maybe you can. <laughs> That's a good little quiz for our listeners. Yeah. We'll find out if what yeah. we're saying go, is true. Yes. Go go fact check our podcast and you can you can tell Spotify and tell Apple if we're if we're wrong on here. But basically, um, the Cobra effect is this idea that in India, so India used to be actually occupied by the British Empire. And when India was occupied, um, you know, these cities started filling up with a lot more people. Trade was increasing. There was a, a huge spice trade and all sorts of goods that the British were taking out of India. So these cities started to grow very, very quickly. And one of the ones that started to grow the fastest was Delhi. And this is still one of the largest cities in India. Um, but as, as this city continued to grow and sort of expand out into the jungle area that was surrounding it, people started to have problems with snakes and specifically cobras. I don't know if you've ever seen a cobra, hopefully not in real life, but um, they are super scary. I am very scared of snakes, so I'm, I'm always going to be scared of a cobra. <laughs> they stand up like sort of like stand up straight and they have this big head that like expands outward. They're very scary and they're very poisonous. And when the British Empire started to have people have problems with the cobras, they said, well, let's come up with a government program to fix this. And we we always know how that turns out. But they made this program where people who brought in dead cobras would get paid a fee for each one that they brought in. So basically, they got paid to go out and hunt down these animals. And the Indians that were living there, they, they basically said, well, all right, let's go out and let's hunt these cobras. It's a good way to make a buck or whatever the currency would be at the time, probably a pound. So they're, they're out and they're hunting these cobras. They're bringing them into the authorities, but then they start running out of cobras because they're, they're hunting them all. And, and it's kind of starting to look like, oh, the program is going to work. 
But because that bounty was still in place and these people were being basically ruled by the British, they said, well, why don't we just start breeding our own cobras so we can keep getting this bounty? So people started actually breeding the cobras and it it became its own little business. And then they would kill them and bring them in and still get the bounty. So then a lot of a lot more cobras start, you know, being born in this area and or hatching, I guess. They're not born, they hatch out of eggs. So the British ends the bounty for them. And the British say, we're not gonna pay this anymore. And then what happens is, of course, all of these people have these deadly deadly cobras, you know, being raised in cages and stuff, and they just decide to let them go. So that's that's basically uh, what happened, and it made the infestation a lot worse than it was even to begin with. So again, I will say, a lot of this, you can go look it up online. There are a few articles on either side saying, well, this probably is true. Like There are some eyewitness accounts, and some of them are saying, well, I don't know about that. History is history is like that. The more you look into it, the more you find like that. But this is a really good example of how government programs can actually cause problems, even when they're trying to fix a really simple seeming problem. I think they always do that. Like I, I can hardly think of a, a government, you know, program or anything the government does that doesn't have an unintended yeah. consequence, right? I mean, before I get to the most recent ones, war. War has unintended consequences. Absolutely. We bomb countries, then they bomb us, then we get mad at them for bombing us, so we bomb them. And it's just like this mm-hmm. perpetual cycle. But even more recently, we've seen that the government has created programs to incentivize people not to work. You know, during COVID, yeah. a lot of restaurants shut down, a lot of just businesses shut down, and people couldn't go to work. So then they upped the unemployment. People were getting like 600 extra dollars a week than they would have been normally getting with unemployment. And now people don't want to work. And it sounds silly, but this is completely true. Why would you go back to a job if you don't have to? You know, this is the whole argument against the uh, the universal basic income, which we just did an episode on. So like nobody, nobody's going to want to be or incentivized Mm -hmm. to work if they don't have to make a living. So a lot of businesses and restaurants are actually shutting down because they're understaffed. They don't have the people to work them. So yeah. in many states right now, it's paying more. You pay get paid more to collect unemployment than you do to work an entry level job. Totally, that's that's a really good example of a negative unintended consequence. But I also um, I I want to make sure that we also talk about positive unintended consequences because that's actually one of the most basic building blocks of economics. Adam Smith, who basically he wrote The Wealth of Nations and he talked about the invisible hand of the free market. And he he basically created um, the study of the free market and economics in general. He well, he didn't create economics, but he is a guy who we have to thank for a lot of really important writing on these ideas and on how money works and how markets work. So he he talked about the invisible hand and how when people try to serve their own self-interest, so they're trying to feed themselves, feed their families, meet their own needs, they're led by an invisible hand to actually promote um, things that are good for other people. So it's not just it. He has this famous quote where he says, it's not the benevolence of the butcher or the baker that we expect our dinner, but from regard to their own self-interest. So the butcher is cutting up meat because they know that people want to buy meat and it's a good way to make a living. And the baker bakes bread because they know that people need to eat bread. So, you know, they're going to make the product and try to make money off of that. But they actually also help people who don't have those skills but have money to trade for it. So 
um, the unintended consequences can also be a good thing. But the difference is when the government comes in and uses force to try to make something work, a lot of times that's when you see the negative consequences. Whereas when there's freedom, those unintended consequences can actually be pretty awesome. Like people who, you know, end up driving for DoorDash and come up with these really creative ideas just because someone invented an iPhone and they invented a a wireless network for us to use. There are all sorts of like new things and amazing technologies and solutions to our problems that can come almost on accident. And we've talked about stuff like that a lot when we talk about businesses and entrepreneurs who come up with these ideas in crazy ways, not even because they were trying to, but just because they were trying to work on something else or get something else done. But the difference that really seems to separate the positive and the negative sort of ways that these consequences can play out is just whether it came through force or through free will. No, I think you're absolutely right. And I love that you brought up, uh, you said Bastia, right? I'm like zoning out now. Yeah, I didn't mention him, but he also talked about this a good okay, bit. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay, good, 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 good. Then I was on the right track. So Bastia talked about this a lot with um, what is seen and what is unseen, right? And that's mm-hmm. exactly what this is, that there are unintended consequences or there are unseen consequences of every single action. So I love, you know, the the whole broken window fallacy, which we've talked about a bunch of yeah. times, where if somebody says like, oh, let's break this window, we're going to stimulate the economy. That sounds great, right? But what are the <laughs> unintended consequences of that? Another bill or another uh, company shuts down because they're not getting paid or the company with the broken window can't operate for a little bit because mm-hmm. they can't do their job. So I think this is a really, really important thing because, again, we talk about critical thinking a lot. And a lot of times people don't think about the unintended consequences. They only think about what the plan is. And I would say that this is not only important with policies and with government. I think it's important in our own lives, right? When we make decisions, you have to think, okay, what is my intended goal here? And what could be the possible, you know, what is unseen? What are the unintended consequences that might happen if I don't think this all the way through? So that's why I love topics like this, because, again, we can learn a lot about how our government operates, how our our, political system operates. But there's a lesson for our personal lives, too, because I think Mm -hmm. every single one of us has made a decision where it was like, oh, I made a mistake. Like, I did not think about what this would mean for me. Totally. So, So, yeah, I think that's a really important thing to keep in mind. I completely agree with you. I think it's it's a good example that there is there is natural law in the world and there's sort of these rules that exist in not only on the political level, not only on, you know, government level or our economy, but also in our personal lives where, you know, we may do things but not necessarily understand what the what the outcome is going to be and you want to make sure that you're thinking through those things and it can't always be easy to to figure those things out. But it can be also a really good way of thinking about morality and thinking about ethics. Like if you, you know, may, maybe you're really craving a Snickers bar. We always talk about Snickers bars as our like Snickers inflation bars. marker. But yeah, uh, another example, we're going to use Snickers bars. Imagine you're really craving one and, you know, you're thinking, well, there's one sitting on this store shelf right in front of me. If I just picked it up and walked away with it, you know, what's going to happen? It's this store owner will never notice it missing. But say someone else sees you do that and they decide to take one and someone else decides to take one and then someone else just decides to steal something bigger from the store, you could actually end up causing a chain of events that could put that store out of business and the store owner who, you know, relies on that income to feed their family and put their kids through school and the people that they employ, like not to get all crazy dramatic about one Snickers bar, but every action has consequences. And um, you want to make sure that 
when you're making decisions throughout your life and the things that you do have control over, that you're going to make actions and and do things that have good consequences and that open up good possibilities, not where, you know, say you do set off a chain reaction or something like that to where um, it's going to harm people. And that's that's why we talk about like the golden rule. We have a book yes. about the golden rule treat other people the way you want to be treated or sort of the the phrase don't hurt people and don't take their stuff like respecting other people is super important and i think a big part of that comes from sort of this rule of unintended consequences and not wanting things to happen that maybe you didn't anticipate or maybe you didn't think about so i would encourage you guys to look at the world around you maybe take take today or take the week or something and try to identify some some unintended consequences maybe of, you know, things that you do throughout the day that maybe you hadn't thought of before, or even on a political level, maybe there's a law in your community thinking about sort of the consequences of the law and talk about it with your family and try to get a conversation going because there are so many of these things that happen around us constantly in our daily life that maybe you wouldn't have thought of. And once you could start thinking that way, it gives you a real advantage in life. Um, I'm also going to link to our article. We sent out a newsletter a while ago, Connor did, about the Cobra effect. So I will be sure to link that in the show notes. You can read sort of a more detailed version than my little rundown here. But we are so glad you guys joined us to listen. Thank you so much. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you later. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.